Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Hi, this is Larry Post, Senior Tax and Planning Advisor at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. In this episode of Tax Talk, I wanted to talk about the business meals and business entertainment deduction after the Tax Act of 2017. So in 2017, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act eliminated the general deduction for business entertainment, but did not eliminate the deduction for meals. Prior to this, most business owners, and I would even say it probably went down to accountants and CPAs, always kind of put meals and entertainment together. It was typically a line item on a tax return or a financial statement, and meals and entertainment were always kind of combined. There was a limitation, and we'll talk about that on the meals, but the Tax Cut and Jobs Act of 2017 eliminated the business entertainment deduction. So what was that? That typically entertainment was amusement, recreation, theaters, country clubs, golf and athletic clubs, sporting events, hunting and fishing, vacations, trips. So that, you know, we're gonna take our clients to the uh, football game or we're gonna take them to a baseball game. That was all eliminated. No longer deductible at all. The business meals deduction was not affected under the new rules. So again, business meals are continuously being deducted. There was a big differentiation between home business meals, i.e. you're entertaining when you're at your tax home, um, versus when you travel on business. So there is a differentiation there. Uh, with all of this, documentation is key in order to get the deduction. Now, the actual deduction used to be at 100%, and in 1986, Congress reduced the deductibility of meals to 80%. In 1994, that was further reduced to 50%. One thing that business owners may not be aware, that in, for 2021 and 2022, so ending December 31st, 2022, 100% of meals from a restaurant will be deductible. They will not be limited. Uh, the key there is what defines a restaurant. That is with most things in the code, it is not specifically stated and it has to be interpreted of what is considered meals from a restaurant. Um, so understand that, so when this was changed in 2017, the IRS had proposed regs issued in February of 2020 and final regulations were issued in October 2020. Let me be real clear. These deductions of meals are deductible by business owners, whether you are filing a Schedule C sole proprietorship tax return as part of your individual return, whether you're filing a business entity return, such as a partnership return for a partnership or an LLC, uh, a corporate return, an S-corp return, the rules all apply in the same manner. Now, 50% meals, um, or, in, or, or for obviously in 2021-22, the, the, the deduction in the final regs basically says this, the expense can't be lavish or extravagant, 
the taxpayer or an employee of the taxpayer has to be present at the meal and the food and beverage have to be provided to the taxpayer or a business associate. So what does that mean? Business associate broadly defined could be a customer, a potential customer, a supplier, a vendor. So think of it in those terms. Um, you know, it, that you're hoping to do business with, that you're already doing business with, but there is some business reason for having this meal. So uh, be real clear. Um, so um, the other thing you have to be aware of, this idea of home, you're entertaining at your home base, your tax base, so within your area versus overnight. And what's required overnight basically the irs has defined it as you're sleeping or resting uh, in a place other than your tax home so your travel required you to uh, sleep or rest as opposed to i had to go visit a client that's an hour drive and then i decided to have a meal that night by myself probably wouldn't qualify because it didn't fall under the overnight sleep or rest requirement but I understand that when you're traveling, you don't have this requirement that you have to provide an associate with business, right? You are traveling, either you as the taxpayer, an employee is traveling and are required to stay overnight. Big key there is documentation. Making sure you document the travel so you can see the actual travel, the stay in the hotel and not just, hey, I have a receipt for the meal. Right? So if audited, you have to be able to claim that not only was here's the receipt for the meal, and it wasn't lavish or extravagant and who was at the meal, maybe it was just the employee, maybe you're actually taking out a business associate, but you also, you know, were traveling. And so that's a, a other key factors there uh, that you have to be realize. This is a very highly litigated area um, over the past. Uh, there have been a lot of court cases um, because of the gray area in the code. Uh, and people's attempt to circumvent certain parts of the code. Uh, but we now know going forward that entertainment is not deductible. And we are still left with the meals deduction, and that is code section 274A, if anybody is interested. Uh, I'm sure most people won't be. But understand that those rules of not lavish or extravagant, the taxpayer employees must be presented, you know, um, present, the food must be presented, uh, eaten by an, an employee or an associate or the taxpayer. Um, you know, those all uh, apply whether it's at a home and, uh, meal or it's a travel. Uh, so understand that, understand the regulations. Uh, and I think documentation is the key in order to get a tax deduction. So it's about having good records. Uh, again, I wanna reiterate, this does not apply to employees. If you are an employee of a company and you um, travel or you uh, take clients out and you are not reimbursed by your employer. You will not get a deduction. The Tax Cuts and Job Act of 2017 also eliminated the uh, employee, unreimbursed employee business expense deduction, which was an itemized deduction. Uh, that is gone, it doesn't exist anymore. So as an employee who gets a W-2, this does not apply to you. This really applies to any business owner that files a business tax return, whether it's a separate entity or a sole proprietorship. And again, it comes down to detailed records, purposes, who is there uh, in order to get a deduction 
uh, if you are questioned by the IRS. I hope this was a little informative. Again, it does not apply to everybody, but I thought I would put it out there for those of you who do have a small business. Uh, this may be applicable to you and understand the rules as well as the change for 2021 and 2022 at 100% deduction of meals from a restaurant. Have a good day and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.